Welcome to the Localization Fireside Chat. I'm Robin Ayoub, your host. Join me for captivating conversations with industry leaders exploring localization, translation, and global communication. Ignite your curiosity as we expand your horizons through these conversations. So let's dive in together into the Localization Fireside Chat. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Localization Fireside Chat. My name is Robin Ayoub, and I'm joined today for another episode of the Localization Fireside Chat with a couple of colleagues and um, uh, exciting news today. We're talking about the Vamos Juntos Summit that's taking place in Lima, Peru. It's an exciting event that's taking place in, uh, um, in March, uh, March 14th uh, to the 16th. And uh, the summit is really exciting. I looked at the agenda I, I will, and I went through the details of what you guys are going to be covering in the summit. It's pretty exciting. A lot of interesting speakers. In fact, we're joined with one of the speakers today, Carrie Fisher. Welcome to the, welcome to the show. Welcome to the conversation. Thank and you. Charles Campbell, who is uh, a colleague of, the, of mine and a colleague of the channel. And both Carrie and Charles have been on the, on the show with me here before. So welcome back, both of you. We're hoping for Natalie Kelly to join us if she can. And if she does, then uh, the conversation will expand. So welcome to the show. The conversation topic is Vamos Juntos Summit in uh, Lima, Peru, March coming up in 2024. How about we do a little bit of an introduction? What's your involvement in the summit? Just for those who don't know you, a little bit about yourself would be interesting. We'll start with you, Carrie. So I'm Carrie Fisher. I'm the Globalization Services Manager at Subway. And I've been in the localization industry for about 30 years, always on the client side. So I'm really excited to present at about the experiences, the challenges. You know, I started out when uh, localization was just a baby and um, now it's a full-fledged teenager. And it's really been interesting to, to see the changes and um, ongoing challenges. It's, it's a forever growing industry and I'm so grateful for that. So I'll be talking about just the client side or what Charles likes to call the dark side of the force. I prefer, you know, it's not really the dark side, right? My I'm Princess Leia, so it's it's the opposite. But depends on where you're standing on the side of that fence there, Carrie, right? So I can't wait to hear Charles' perspective on that. Well, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. And it's always a pleasure to see you again, Carrie. Welcome back. Charles, you. from your side, if you don't mind, a bit of an introduction and a little bit about Thomas Quintos together. Gosh, so much talk about sides, the dark side. Anyway. So I'm Charles Campbell. I'm on the board of Juntos. <clears throat> Juntos is the association that was formed a couple of years ago to represent translation, interpreting, and localization companies in Latin America and the Caribbean. And the, the main objective of Juntos is to raise the standard of the industry, raise the standards of the industry in Latin America and the Caribbean by creating opportunities for networking, benchmarking, coaching, mentoring, and learning. All the ings, five ings in one place. And the main way to do that is to, to organize an annual conference where we all get together from all different parts of Latin America and the Caribbean, North America, Europe, Asia, and beyond. I believe we do even have someone coming from Australia with an inflatable kangaroo in his suitcase. So this is all about being together. That's what juntos means. In Spanish, in Portuguese, it's spelled exactly the same. It's pronounced juntos, but it means the same. It means together. We had originally embarked on this 
with a name that was ALC-ALS or ALS-ALC. And it was impossible to remember, and we kept getting confused whether we were American Sign Language Association of Language Companies or Associ... I mean, it was just a terrible mix. Couldn't even pronounce it. So then we shifted to... We rebranded, as Robin and I have talked about uh, in this channel and the fireside chat, to, to juntas, which means together, which I think embodies what we're all about. The fact of the matter is, is that people in the translation, interpreting, and localization industry in Mexico don't know much about what's going on in Argentina. And people in Argentina don't even really know much about what's going on in Brazil, which is right next door. And a lot of Brazilians have never even been to Peru. So the story just goes on. The integration that you see in Europe is just not present in Latin America and the Caribbean. And it's essential for us to get to know each other, to learn from each other, to benchmark, to mentor, to coach. And then we can raise our voices and take our place at the table on an international level. There's so many translators, so many linguists in Latin America and the Caribbean, but not enough visible business activity in this industry. So that's what Vamos Juntos is all about. It's about bringing us together. I'm really excited for Lima in, in March 2024. Hey, thank you, Charles, for that description. I really appreciate it. One, I noticed this is the second summit. I have so many questions, obviously. And Carrie, is this your first one? Is this your first one uh, participating in, Carrie? Yes. Yep. Yeah, okay. And and I, I can't wait to maybe do a post-conversation with you, post-summit conversation uh, with you two, just to see what you guys um, thought about and how do you think the summit has went has gone. Uh, just have a question regarding the first summit that you've done, uh, Charles. Uh, what was what was your impression of the first summit? What, what did you think? How do you think it went? Well, we were coming out of the pandemic at Juntos, and we, we were aiming to have an executive retreat with maybe 20 to 30 people. And we ended up having a full-blown conference in Rio de Janeiro with 57 attendees, sponsors, Plunet, MemoQ, Multilingual, people from 15 different countries. It was amazing. Great food, great <clears throat> drinks, spectacular speakers, and, and of course, a warm, sunny destination in March. There was a coup d'etat like six weeks before, an attempted coup d'etat in, you know, storm the capital coup d'etat in Brazil, and it didn't affect anything. Everyone came anyways, people from all over the world. It was a wonderful experience, sharing ideas, uh, networking, just a really good vibe, and uh, there was no downside. It was a win-win-win for everybody, and that's what gave us confidence to organize our second event in Lima, Peru uh, this year, and we're aiming to go to double the size this year. So, Carrie, for you, if you don't mind, beside you know educating a large, a large group of of localization interest, be it partners or translators, whoever they involve in the in the association, what do you hope to achieve after you've delivered your speak your speech at the at the summit? Is there a positive outcome that you're hoping for? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, it's to educate. Right. If when Charles and I were talking about the topics and what would be of interest and Charles very specifically said, look, you know, client side perspectives, we can always learn from. So that's what I decided to base the, the talk about. And honestly, it's it's to educate. I will be, you know, giving pointers and, you know, maybe not the the secrets of this 
subway sauce, but certainly secrets of all the clients that I've worked for and, you know, maybe what's worked and what's not worked. So that leads me to conclude, unless if I'm wrong, that you feel that the supplier side or the the vendor side or the partner side, however you want to characterize them, have a, a bit of a misunderstanding of what the client in this case would be you and your experiences, not just with Subway, with all the other companies that you work for, either misunderstood or a bit vague or they need a little bit more help to guide them. Am I right on that one? I think it's the third one. Maybe just a little more help to guide them. What I found is networking is just a huge proponent of being successful. And I don't care if it's on the partner side or the, the buyer side, but that's that's a huge part of it. And just getting to know the needs of a, a client. And I, I see a lot of still, you know, LSPs coming in. I'll, I'll talk to anybody, you know, mm-hmm. and and I'll, I'll take a meeting so they can understand where I'm coming from. And then I can understand that the service that they're providing and we're going to see if there's a match. But a lot of times a provider will just come in. They won't even ask me any questions. They'll just launch into, you know, what they do and the services they provide. And without even hearing, you know, maybe what some of my issues are or, you know, what am I, what am I looking for? You know, is there anything missing in my, my strategy? So, I mean, there's, there's one right there, right? It's just, that's right. Listen. So from your perspective, Charles, and, you know, I mean, let's say, and the opportunity here is for more people to find out about the summit. And obviously, Latin America is a big continent, and there's many countries involved. There's many participants that potentially could be involved if they're not involved, all involved at this point. You know, A, I would like for you to do A for in general as an association. And the second one is for somebody who's, you know, not knowing or don't know about the summit, uh, if you don't mind, just why they should attend. And, you know, in this case, Carrie is hoping to educate the uh, the audience in the summit for what she would hope for. And I'm assuming in this case, Carrie, not, she's not the only one. Many customers feel the same way Carrie feels. You know, they would be a little bit more educated when they want to talk to a customer or approaching a potential customer. What would be the benefit for somebody who is in the business, their translator or own a company or a small company, a large company, to attend and send their representative to be part of the summit. Let's start with Juntos first as an association. Well, gosh, where to begin? I agree with Carrie. We all need to listen more. And I think that wherever you are in the ecosystem, whether you're a linguist, whether you're a buyer, whether you're a translation interpreting localization company, whether you're a tool manufacturer or an academic, an extra dose of listening would do us all good. It's not always easy because we all have so much to say, but listening is, is listening is key. So Vamos Juntos is going to be a very exciting event. We have set out to make it a world-class event, not a second grade, a world-class event, but at a very reasonable Latin American cost. Peru is a beautiful country with an extraordinary variety of cuisines, of landscapes, of realities. There's so much going on. It's such a diverse and colorful country. I've been to many, many countries in the world, but Peru is several countries in one. Everyone who's been there wants to go back. It's really hard to explain it without seeing it. So if you look behind me, you'll see a picture of the Machu Picchu ruins. 
The, That's the view from your balcony, historical. right? Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm right there. I, I went to Machu Picchu 25 years ago and just was <clears> was absolutely blown away by the beauty of it. And Machu Picchu is just one of Peru's amazing destinations. We chose Peru because it's not too far north, not too far south in in Latin America and the Caribbean. It's basically due west of Rio de Janeiro, just on the other side of South America. Oddly enough, it's in the tropics, but it's a very dry place. It has a great climate, and our venue is going to be right in front of the ocean. Now, we've set out to create a world-class event right from the get-go. We're at the JW Marriott Hotel in Miraflores, right in front of the ocean. Sea views every day of the week. We're going to have a, a cocktail party on the rooftop to rival the views that we had in Rio. We're going to have an off-site dinner at a wonderful Peruvian restaurant. But the main focus is going to be learning. Learning and networking, meeting people, listening. I mean, there's going to be someone speaking. Carrie's going to speak, and everyone else in the room is going to be listening. So that's what it's all about. We're going to have a pre-conference workshop from Renato Beninato, who was also present at our first conference in Rio. Of course he would be. He's from Rio. Mr. Latin America. He's going to be with us again in Lima, and he's going to give a pre-conference workshop about inbound sales generated by public relations and marketing, which I think is an amazing topic because that's sort of what Juntos is all about. It's about having a voice. It's about taking your place at the table. That's that's what I truly believe in for Latin America and the Caribbean. We're, we shouldn't be the, the part of the iceberg that's under the water. You know, we need to be what's visible. And I think Renato's workshop is going to be extraordinary. Then we're going to have a keynote presentation from Carrie. We're going to have another presentation, a keynote presentation, sorry, from Kristen Gutierrez, author of Be a Better Sales Leader, a best-selling book. We're going to have a keynote presentation from Brian Montpetit from Canada, well known to you, of course, Robin, a technology expert. And we are blessed with the presence of Natalie Kelly, uh, one of the industry's best-known voices, author of more than one book, and an internationally well-known speaker. Uh, she's also making the trek to Lima, Peru, giving us her vote of confidence, which is absolutely amazing. I, I never thought it was going to be possible for us to gather such a cohort of world-class speakers in one place, let alone in Latin America. And I'm just immensely proud of everyone in Peru, especially David Migo at Bilingual, the one of the most important uh, translation companies in Peru, who has done all the logistical work on the ground to make sure that we were, we will have fine dining and, and nice coffees in our coffee break at an amazing hotel, which is no small feat. So I think we're going to have a great time and we're going to learn a lot. We have other speakers. I mean, the list is long. Karen Decker, president of the Association of Language Companies, Rick Antizana, former president of the Association of Language Companies. Carol Valandia, language access advocate. I mean, the list is long. Santiago de Miguel, a games guru with MemoQ. I could just go on and on. There's over 20 speakers on individual presentations and panels. It's going to be an amazing event. It's very affordable. It literally costs one third of what an event would cost in the United States. Of course, you have to get there. You have to pay your airfare, so it'll probably work out to be the same, but you're going to get to go to a whole other country 
You're going to try that cuisine. You're going to transcend your cold weather in Montana or Idaho or wherever you're coming from. And, you know, we're in the globalization business. We have to get out there. Of course, we don't have the travel budget of James Bond. So an event like this is an excellent justification, an excellent reason to travel where we're going we're gonna to combine several win-win factors in one. I'm truly excited. TBO, the company that I founded and worked for, will be there heavily present. We really believe in, in ongoing training and ongoing human capital development. This is an opportunity not to be missed. Won't be repeated in South America for quite a while as our next conference for Vamos Juntos is going to be in Cancun in 2025. And believe it or not, I already have people who've contacted us, myself and the other board members of Juntos, offering to speak in Cancun. So last but not least, we're going to have a uh, book signing event where three extremely well-known authors prestigious and generous souls at that are going to sign books uh, that they have written about our industry, about our work, about our reality, and give them out. Uh, that's Ingrid Christensen, author of The Language of Trust. Natalie Kelly is going to give out copies of her latest book. Uh, she's written several. Kristen Gutierrez will be giving out cop signed copies of her book, Be a Better Sales Leader. We're also going to have several copies of Liz Elting's book, Dream big and win. Liz, unfortunately, won't be able to make it to Lima, but she is a supporter of Juntos and will be doing a monthly webinar with us in February. And we do hope to have her in Cancun in 2025. So that is pretty amazing to have so many authors in one place at one time. And this is what it's all about. It's about thinking. It's about these intangible benefits that you take away and that help you transform and change your reality, change your business, change, change what you're doing at work. Learn how to tackle whatever is causing you a headache in your working day and, and transform your business and take it to the next level or transform yourself in your workplace and take yourself to the next level. So I'm just absolutely excited. It's three months away and I can't wait. So it sounds like it sounds like you guys have a busy schedule. You've targeted every angle, you know, authors, renowned speakers. Lots of interest from what you're telling me. So the place to be is going to be Lima, Peru in March, I'm assuming. For whoever has not yet registered, I think they should hurry up because I don't know how big this hotel is to accommodate all these people, but probably you'll be running out of people, out of rooms. And also there's the Pisco Sours. The Pisco Sour is the national drink of Peru. And it is a sweet and subtle cocktail that you shouldn't underestimate. And Carrie is already put her name on the list to have uh, a Pisco Sour in, in Lima. They're, they're good. You have to be careful. So when I'm hearing a drink and you have to be careful, I'm just so excited to see the, you know, the outcome of this conference. So one, <laughs> one of the outcome of a conference normally, beside learning, as you mentioned earlier, there's, there's a plenty of opportunity to learn here and to up, you know, to level up from what, you're, from what, you, from what I'm hearing the the connection or the or the platform for La, for Latin American language companies and language interest to bring it up to that global level where you have a lot of global representation coming into the conference a lot of voices from outside Latin America coming in contributing supporting teaching helping to elevate that to elevate the message one of the things that I am always struggling with when attending conference which I've seen in another industry but I haven't seen it in this industry 
is reporting on outcome because that's what drive business people crazy to come in and to participate and to take part of it. You know, indicators such as, you know, by the end of the conference, if you could publish and it would be nice, how many connections, how many bridges have we built through this conference, right? So I come in, I, I have 50 business cards, I've shaken 50 hands, then I build 50 bridges, 50 connections, you know, realistic, theoretically speaking. And part of the other measurement is, and if we collect all that data, then you can publish something like, during the conference, we've built 5,000 connections and new connections or existing connections that they got reconnected. Then we do have another measurement, which other industries, they, other conferences we measure. No, I'm talking about medium to large, sorry, medium, small to medium scale. I'm not talking about the 50,000. Probably they have a way to measure them, but it's more electronic. Now with this small to medium, they measure them. I've seen them measured by manual. So the second measurement would be is more like how many deals have you closed or came to close, possibly, you know, close to close during the conference. So now we can publish, you know, we've made 2,500 connection or whatever, and then we've closed 200 deals. Now that's a conference that people wants to go into beside the learning. Learning is great. We need to learn. We're learning beings and we need to find out the new things, but to drive the other element of it, because learning needs to lead to something, right? I'm learning to, to either impact my business a certain way. Carrie probably needs to meet new people so she can rely on in the future from a supply perspective or understand her needs. And she connected with 50. Then Gary can report, look, I've connected with 50 people. I'm not saying all of them, they're going to be like top notch for Gary. It's going to be like big candidates to do business with them tomorrow. Nevertheless, she knows them now. Not Have you thought about, about measuring these sport, types of things? Right? Yeah, it's an imp you're talking about an impact report. Yeah. Is what you're right? Yeah. What's the impact report? And that can, you know, we're, that's what we're, we're talking about it, women in localization as well. Is we've helped so many women, but we need the data. I mean, you know, we want to show our, our positivity. And I'm sure Charles is thinking the same thing with Vamos Juntos. Most conferences, Gary, like part of the selling approach to conferences is is that particular point. You know, many connections have been built through through a networking. I mean, Charles started the conversation because saying for networking. So how do we measure networking? There are many companies that they do this electronically using some sort of an app on your phone. However, there are, if you are in a small kind of an environment, like, I don't know, 500 people or 300 people attending the conference, you can do that manually. It's not a, it's not a large number. And also how many deals were they closing? What's the value of those deals? So this is something can be reported. I know I'm, I'm a member of a, an economic forum and they, they do the same thing. At, at the end of every, every event, there's somebody that calls me and ask me the question on the phone. I say, like, how many did you connect with? How many deals did you close? Uh, what was the value of the deal? And then also there'll be like, would you repeat it again? If, th if that's positive, okay, you have a positive outcome. If we have another conference, would you come to that conference again, right? So it's part of that whole dynamic of initiating value. And sorry to, 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 to be long on this one, but Learning is one aspect, and it's a very, very important aspect. And what Charles, the program that Charles is talking about, it's very impressive. I haven't seen this in this types of event for a long time. Of course, you know, the big ones, gala, et cetera, they put on these shows. But in a second summit for a brand new, for a brand new association to come up with this, that's a quite, that's a quite the achievement, to be honest. I mean, you know, I'm proud of you guys. Great job. But again, if we can translate into outcome, into a report card, as, as, as Carrie mentioned, I think, I think it would be awesome 
to connect the dots on this one. What do you think, Charles? Gosh, well, I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if we could attend an event and have a guaranteed ROI in dollars and cents terms? If that were how it was, it would be like going into a hockey game in Canada and knowing the results beforehand, you know, supporting the winning team at all times. I think that an event like Vamos Juntos is a learning experience. It is a benchmarking experience. It is a mentoring experience, a coaching experience. The fact of the matter is that in Latin America, each country, and even within each country, each city or each company, have all been operating on a very isolated basis. I mean, literally, very little is known in Mexico about the translation and interpreting industry in Argentina or Brazil and Peru or Colombia and Chile. It's been hard work to get Juntos up and running. You know, Europe has 70 years of integration behind it. It's geographically smaller. Latin America and the Caribbean is much, much larger geographically. You know, Argentina is larger than France. So much larger. But so integration is very important. Learning from each other is very important. Now, what you get out of it depends a lot on what you're expecting to get out of it. And Going back to what Carrie said, it's about how much you can listen. You know, I've been selling Mexican-Spanish translations at TBO amongst 80 other languages the last 20 years. I only went to Mexico for the first time one month ago because through Juntos, I met a great guy who's on the board of Juntos, Saul Villegas, and I went to Monterrey in the north east of Mexico for four very rainy days and had the most amazing food and and learn all about Mexico, or as much as you can in four days. No beach, no palm trees, no cocktails, no swimming pool. Wasn't that Mexico. It was a different Mexico. The real Mexico, you know, away from the all-inclusive hotels. And I had a wonderful experience. And this is like, I couldn't believe it. It's the first time in my entire working life, after brazenly selling Mexican-Spanish translations to my clients for so many years, was the first time that I actually went to Mexico. And that was a contact and a friendship that I developed through Juntos. And I envisage that people will attend Juntos and will take away whatever they will. It all depends on how much you listen. Renato Beninato will always <clears throat> leave you, always will leave you with some pearls of wisdom. It's up to you what you do with them, whether you make money out of them, whether you learn from it and develop personally from them, or whatever. It's up to you, but the pearls of wisdom will be there. And the other speakers are definitely no step down from Renato. Carrie, Natalie, Brian, Kristen, all the other speakers. It's just an amazing cast of people that are supporting Latin America's and Caribbean's opportunity to step up to the table, take its place, and have a voice, to raise standards. There's no downside. It's a win-win-win for everyone. And I don't know whether you're going to go home with a bag full of money and be able to show your CFO, you know, I made money out of going to. That's up to you. But you could say the same thing for any event. And, and we are at a time in the economy at a juncture when learning is not as easy to justify as an expense as maybe it was two or three years ago. But I'm all in. I'm a big supporter. And this is what will differentiate for us from the companies that don't work out how to deal with AI, how to harness AI, how to retain staff, how to develop their staff, how to create value, how to engage their people, how to get new customers, 
how to employ new technologies, how to leverage new technologies. All of this, I mean, I don't know how you can learn on your own. You can only do so many online courses. And I'm just a huge fan of breaking bread face-to-face -face with people and getting the job done together. So that's what Juntos is all about. Juntos means together. So we're going to be together in Lima, somewhere between 120, 150 people. We're going to have local universities attending. We're going to have local businesses attending. We're going to have translation, localization, and interpreting companies from the U.S. and Europe, Latin America, and the Caribbean attending. We're going to have individual linguists, interpreters attending. We're going to have tool manufacturers like Plunet and Memoq and Boost Lingo attending and sponsored. So all this for, I mean, a very reasonable price. And I can see, I can see the price is very reasonable. Early bird is, <clears throat> early bird is, you know, starts from 500, goes to 700. Those are for the speakers and members. So it's not that much money. Non-members are 700 and it goes from there. So all the information are available on juntoslatam.org forward slash vamos. For those who are listening to this podcast, it's a juntos. J-U-N-T-O-S-L-A-T-A-M dot O-R-G forward slash vamos. V-A, Victor A, M, like Mary. So we'll put that on the, on the, on the screen as well. But for those who are listening via podcast, not, video, not via video, so you know how to get to that uh, webpage and engage with the, uh, with, the, with the team at Vamos Juntos Summit. To pick up on the, on the, on the point, I just... Like we don't, I mean, people like our industry right now is mainly operating remotely and you bring up a very good topic there, Charles. One of them is that you've sold to Mexico and, you know, you only spent like four days in Mexico, apparently. From your perspective, Carrie, like I know you deal with a lot of, a lot of teams outside of Subway. How many of them do you, just as a guess, how many do you think have you met face to face out of the people that you've already deal with. Are we talking LSPs or? LSPs, individuals, like, you know, I know you've, you've got a like, network of people that you deal with, but how many of them do you think you've met with them personally, face-to-face, -face, got to know them, et cetera? Boy, I don't know if I could come up with that number a lot. <laughs> so, so you, you know, my point is like, is it like, you know, is it like the condition where you have like a lot of people I've met, you know, we talked on the phone. I never met you personally, right? But I talked to you on, on uh, via camera a few times. So I feel like I know you, but meeting you face to face would be awesome. So, and, and we do that quite a bit. Like, I mean, especially like since the beginning of 2020, the beginning of COVID, we, you know, we reduced the amount of visibility face to face and we increased it on by digital means, right? So, that must, you know, mean the world for somebody who is, look, I mean, get the opportunity to say hello to a few people. Maybe, maybe I'm talking to the wrong generation here. I have no idea. Some of our young generation listening to this say, what do you mean? I mean, I talk to people via text. My son. Yeah. The, the Gen Zers, right? Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's fine. You know, being remote, you know, when the pandemic did hit, I didn't think it would affect me much, but boy, it really did. Uh, yeah. So I think the ability to get together face-to-face, -to -face, there really is no substitute. No. Uh, I'm not saying that I didn't expand my network tremendously during the pandemic through all these virtual events that happened. And it was just to have a human connection without actually touching somebody. But, but then, so making this vast network and then actually being able to touch them, uh, hug them and, you know, talk to them in person, there's no substitute. There's no, nothing like it. 
And, and you funny you mentioned that because I just came back from a uh, road trip. I was on the road. You saw my pictures and and that I shared on LinkedIn with various groups that I've been, you know, associated with for the past few days. I went from Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, and Vancouver of all things. And you know, for those of you who are not familiar with the Canadian geography, that's a five-hour flight from where I am, and it's it's like going to almost almost going to Europe, but from Newfoundland, not from here. So it's it's quite the long trip, and I really appreciated meeting everybody face to face. I haven't seen these individuals, the team, for many years, and seeing them face to face, it's incredibly rewarding. You know, at the end of the day, we're human; we're not robots, not yet. But I feel like when we inject humanity into any relationship specifically in our industry which tend to be formed from individuals who are thinkers passionate about what they do very creative the human element of ex- the experience of you know being together in the same room discussing a similar topic and that's a fundamental in us as a localization industry professionals or workers if you will and in us as a humanity from at least from where i stand some other people may disagree with this point that's fine but for me for me personally you know i was born a networker i am a networker by by dna i think and uh, you know we used to compete in in conferences we used to take a stack of business cards and then, and the thing was nobody would return home with any business card in their pocket it has to be given it has to be with a substantial conversation associated so and an engagement like this i mean it's very fundamental to everything we do and summits like this one specifically this one why is because still new i mean that's not a repeat yet i mean we only you only had one in in brazil last year and that's the second one so basically we're still getting to know the association juntos we're still trying to get to know the environment latin america what they do how they do it and the flocking of people from outside the the continent to go to lima peru it's it adds value to the local people and to the people coming from the outside to the to the region any comments on this one uh, carrie or charles who wants sure. to pick up the <laughs> go ahead carrie yeah i i you know i think it's true when i when i met charles at uh, alc in portland right is that where we met yeah back in september you know when he told me about juntos and just the the need to have a focus on that region and you know would i be interested in helping put focus on that region it's it's important and being there in person to me was important and it's an opportunity i'll be completely honest right i've never been to that part of the world and so i'm even taking my son it's <laughs> it's his spring break he's 17 and when i told him i was you know going to present in lima peru he was like he got down on his knees immediately and said like, mom please take me with you you know the dates I, you know the, I, he goes i'm the week, i'm off the week after okay so i got him a ticket <laughs> we're going to we're going to go explore but the the benefits of being in person uh you know she's I, i was just in miami last week for the very first time meeting the team that i've been a part of for a while now I've never met some of these people in person. And so to solidify that relationship and to have that joint experience together, mm-hmm. it's a reference point, it's a connection point and it's a friendship point. I will always be friends, you know, with these people no matter where we are and where they are. There's just so much value. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Charles, any comments on what, what we've just been discussing here? Yeah, I think this ties into remote working. I mean, a lot of people these days have teams in Latin America. They have a project manager in Peru, a localization engineer in Argentina, someone in sales in Brazil, another person in Mexico. And one way to look at Vamos Juntos is an opportunity to bring them all together and do your own little mini summit, your own little side event. I know several people that are going to do this. They're going to attend Vamos Juntos, and they're also going to meet with their team in Lima, enjoy the local cuisine, maybe see the sites, the Amazon, uh, a couple of days at Machu Picchu or something like that, and gather their regional teams. There's there's so much of a buzz about remote working, and we are coming from a generation of people who are working remote but used to work in-house. And that's very different from someone who was born into the remote world and has never worked in-house. I'm totally convinced that a hybrid model where you work remote and you work on site is probably the best combination for a majority of companies. Although each company will choose their own route, their own their own way of doing it. But when you think about people you wanna hire when you work remote, you always talk about people who worked at five years in-house, at four years in-house at TransPerfect, or they were in-house in Argentina at TBO and then moved somewhere else. So someone who has the in-house experience is usually far better trained than someone who worked entirely remote, right? And what do remote people talk about? I'm so looking forward to meeting my team members and, and having dinner together and doing a workshop and, and discussing, you know, continuous improvement in our achievements for 2023 together. So, you know, the benefits of working from home, working in your pajamas and, you know, wherever that home may be, it's obvious. And the benefits for employers are obvious, too, because you're not, in the words of Diego Crescidi, stuck with the people that would live within 10 miles of your office. You know, you can hire anyone from anywhere. But at the end of the day, your team, your company, your organization does have a DNA, does have an identity. And that identity is so difficult to cultivate and maintain when people are remote. So Vamos Juntos is a wonderful opportunity for you to gather and coalesce your team, fine dining at very reasonable prices, friendly people. It's just so colorful. There's so much to see and do. And in terms of the speakers, as I said, we're talking world class. We have carry on the call. I just cannot emphasize enough that there aren't going to be many opportunities like this in Latin America and the Caribbean to have so many amazing speakers in one place or anywhere on the planet to have three amazing authors present and another author supporting us from afar. It's going to make me go and want to write a book. Fortunately, I signed far too many non-disclosure agreements, so my book will be redacted out. But, you know, this is an amazing opportunity not to be repeated at a third of what it would cost in the United States or Western Europe. So I'm all in and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody in uh, in Lima. And we'll have a couple of Pisco Sours, only two. Third one is dangerous. And uh, try the ceviche and, and share ideas and listen to each other big time. So for that, and I know you hit, hit one topic that is probably interesting, which ties into TBO, the uh, the group of, of uh, you know, the talent outsourcing item that you do as a service would you know would some of your team members be joining you or some of the team members of tbo will be joining you what's the representation from tbo look like well oh sure tbo will be there in force tbo has been present <clears throat> in peru present in peru since 2011 
Uh, we opened a company in Peru in 2011 as a plan B, just in case Argentina, I don't know, sank into the ocean like Atlantis. Didn't happen, but we still have a wonderful team in Peru. And I've been to Peru like 20 times. So we'll be there in force. There will be a, a, a sizable representation of TBO people there, as there will be for many, many other companies. It's going to be very exciting. And, and I am definitely planning to use as a, as a strategic relaunch for 2024 for my team to reset ideas and expectations, to bounce ideas around. All intangible. Of course, the CFO, you know, gasped when I told her how many people I wanted to take to, to Peru. But it's all investment and you get it all back. I'm convinced. Absolutely. That's the one. That's a good way to to uh, bring this conversation to a close. It's absolutely you absolutely hit the hit the nail on the head. You know, it's like I love the closing technique that you used, uh, Charles. Uh, it's like signing the contract. You know, here's the document. Please sign here. Wonderful. You're in sales, obviously. For those who are listening, it is a imperative. Uh, I can't stress it anymore. Uh, than what we've been discussing here for the past uh, 45 minutes, is that it's an important event. Look it up. Check it out. If, you have, if you're hesitant in terms of you have any questions, you're not sure, you want to get more information or you want to talk to somebody, reach out to me personally. You know me, and I'll put you in touch with Charles and the rest of the team to help you through this. Or you can reach out to Charles directly. For those who are on our channel it's very easy. Just comment on, on these posts when, when we publish them and we'll hook you up with the right individual to support you and help you through the logistics. Or if you answer any questions that you might have, you might have to attend. For our panel, which I really want to thank you for joining me today, Carrie and Charles, always good to see you both. And any last comments from Carrie first? Just really looking forward to the event. I think it's going to be important. It's going to be unique. And come and network with us and have one of those Drinks that you keep talking about. Josh, keep talking about those networks. I'm not sure if you can network after those drinks. I, I, it's, it's a test. I, I definitely don't think you should have a Pisco Sour at lunchtime, but it's happy hour somewhere in the world. Uh, right. I'm really excited. Looking forward to seeing Carrie again and so many other speakers uh, all in one place, some of whom I've met before and cherish wonderful friendships with, others that I've never met before and will be meeting for the first time and are very excited about that. And I'm also excited that members of my team will get to meet them. What we noticed in Vamos Juntos in Rio de Janeiro was that several companies sent three people or four people, more than one at least, to the event in order to get a group feeling and to to learn en masse. So there you go. It's an affordable event and uh, in a great location. So I'm, I'm very excited and uh, it's going to be wonderful. Well, thank you both for attending or for participating in, in the conversation today. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, this conversation and my hope and desire is it will lead to some positive results for uh, Junto, the Junta Summit the, so in, in Lima, Peru. And so for that note, I really want to thank our audience. Thank you both for joining me. And thanks for the audience who is joining us in various channels, on various channels, and listening in and contributing to this, to this dialogue. I really invite everybody to check out the, the Latin American base conference, Vamos Juntos Summit in March, coming up in 2024. Many exciting things going on. Three-day full program in a nice geographical setting. It's one of the most beautiful geography in the world. You can tell from Charles' background. And I think, I, I think there's a lot more to be said about this that we cannot express over this short conversation. So I invite everybody to experience Lima Piru on their own. 
uh, take your time, enjoy the conversation, enjoy the culture, enjoy the cuisine. As Charles says, he likes the cuisine in Lima, Peru. So, and take care, everybody. This is Robin, Al Robin Ayub signing off. See you there, Robin. Thanks for tuning in to the Localization Fireside Chat. Take the warmth of knowledge and renewed cultural passion with you. Keep exploring, stay curious, and until next time, this is Robin Ayub. Keep those global conversations alive.